Okay, a word on Pasuk Mem Hey. So we explained last week, Rivka said, Loma Eshkal, Kam Shnechem Yerim Echad. We explained based on the Pasuk in Malachi, where it says that the bracha, that Kaiso is going to receive the bracha. Entire Gimel, Pasuk Aleph. The bracha is Tali and Meiser. There it says, "V'leseshakel lochem hagefen basode." Oma Hashem tzevakos ve'ishu eschem kol hagoyim kisiu atam eretz chayfetz. So the gefen and the soda won't be meshakel, which applied to a gefen would mean it won't um, not produce or its grapes won't die, won't fall off for the ripe. So we noted last week that l'shakel, the, the, the root of shechoyel, is always applied to humans. Um, not humans, uh, living things, right? You have a dev shakel, an animal, a, a beer that lost its young. But a, but a, what's that? Right, right. But to, uh, to living things, not to trees. Um, and that's the only place in Malachi where it's referred to a, a tree. So, so it's not a surprise because that's, there it says, You're going to be the Eretz Chayfetz. So he's continuing the Bracha of Yaakov. The Bracha of Yaakov is that whole be like the Sadeh Shabir Hashem. So when Malachi is referring to that, he's saying, the Geffen won't be Meshakel because you'll be in Eretz So then that means the Geffen being Meshakel is really a marshal for the people who won't be Meshakel, which means the mothers who won't uh, lose their children, like a Eshtrak Geffen Pereer. The Geffen is a marshal for the Isha. So, 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 goes along with Now, Rivko, we said, Rivka is concerned that um, in as much as the bracha of the Sada, Yaakov got the bracha of the Sada, the bracha that will be like the Sada. The other the alternative was that he'll get Klala. He was afraid he's going to get Klala. The Klala would have been, the Klala would have been, if the bracha is a bracha of the Sada, then the, the opposite of that is the Klala of the Sada, which is the which is the Geffen Asada being Meshakel in Malachi. So Rivka is saying, Lama Eshka Gam Shnechem, she's afraid she's going to get the Klala of being that Geffen that's Meshakel. Okay, that's what I said last week. So I also said that, um, it was uh, just an error. I said that in Eshes Chayel, there's two Pesukim about Rivka, really there's three. The, the three Pesukim of Pia Pascha Bechachba Vesayas I mentioned, we went through this, I don't know if you ever heard it, that Eshes Chayel goes along the whole Bereshis, goes through the whole Sefer Bereshis. And um, the Pesukim about Rivka are Pia Apostle Bechachma Vesayas Chesed Al-Hashonot Tzafir HaLichas Beches Vlachem Asas Leisoychel And, we're not going into that now, but And Komu Vanev Ayashrua Baal of Ayalala So that's the end of Pasha's Taldus Komu Vanev Ayashrua Because everyone listens to her Her sons listen, both Yaakov and Esav ultimately are influenced by what she said And her husband agrees with her So, just Komu Baneha She said, Kum and Yitzchak tells Yaakov, Kum leich Aram. But the Indian, this Loisa Shakel, 
it says, And there in Malachi it says, The Geffen won't be Meshakel, Everyone will be Ma'asher and recognize that you're not the Geffen Meshakel. So that's, it all goes together here, that Rivka is afraid that she's going to be Meshakel. And therefore she has this idea. And the Maisa Komovanevaya Ashruha, she does, there everyone is Ma'asha her, and does consider her an Eretz Chefetz as opposed to being Meshaka. So that's the issue of Eslam Kalagayim and Komovanevaya Ashruha, and we discussed Ashrachi Yisrael, Michamecha, and and the Vazesa Bracha is also following this Bracha. So that's the Lashon Ashrei. Those are the three Lashonis of Ashrei. And, um, and specifically about the Isha not being Meshakel, the Malachi's marshal of the Geffen that's Meshakel. Okay, we further, we said last week like this, we said that Rivka doesn't tell Yaakov, she doesn't merely tell him, I found out something, I found out that Esav is, going, is, is a risk to you, and therefore do what's necessary to protect yourself. She asks him, she asks him to listen to her, and to listen to what she's commanding him. So you see that just the, the mere fact that she knows that Esau has a plan, in and of itself, doesn't necessarily require, doesn't necessarily mean that Yaakov has to take any drastic measures. And she didn't tell Yitzchak, she didn't tell Yitzchak, I heard Esau's killing Yaakov. Which is, which, why wouldn't she tell Yitzchak if she's out to get Yaakov to go? The answer is, because even telling Yaakov, in and of itself, wasn't enough. She had to ask him, to listen to her. Just the information that she happened to hear Esav saying he's Mesnachim Lahogai by itself is not necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean that Yaakov should go. It's just that she wants him. He asked, she asks him to go. And the reason is because, because just because Esav was planning on killing Yaakov doesn't mean Yaakov's in danger. Yaakov was just told that uh, and he got the brachas and he was crowned by his father and it's considered the right. So Esav might be plotting but Yaakov could be very confident and not be afraid of Esav. And indeed, we mentioned last week, we'll explain soon what... What's the brach? What's that? Why is the brach run away? Well, she's afraid, right? No, she is saying she's afraid. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's saying she's afraid, but the, just the very fact that she heard Esau planning to kill. You know, you, we always think that, okay, oh, we heard Esau saying this, boom, this is major sort of problems. Not necessarily. Even after she says, I heard him, she has to say, and my opinion is, therefore, that you should run, and I want you to listen to me, and don't think, don't think you're smarter than me. I'm asking you for a favor. I'm afraid, Lama Eshkal, she's talking about herself. It's not just, look, I have some information for you. Obviously, run away. And therefore, the question of why didn't she tell Yitzhak is not a question, because even when she tells Yaakov, she's really asking him for something. And we'll explain what exactly is the Machlekes, as it were. She's telling Rivka, Rivka's telling Yaakov, because I hear of threatening you, you must go. And Yaakov, as we said last week, Yaakov doesn't go. In Pasuk Mem, hey, she commands him to go. She says, Kum brach lecha, and nothing happens. In Pasuk Mem, she says, Kum brach lecha. In the Which one? In the invasion, right? It's like Hashem says to Yaakov, that he protected him when he went. So it seems to be that Yaakov. It was a bricha. Yeah. What? That it was a bricha. He did run away. Okay, we'll get to that. There's also pasuk in Hashem. Yaakov, what? Very good. Yeah, I didn't forget that pasuk. Ultimately, he did run away. We'll get to that. But let's go through the Pesukim. Let's look, look at the Pesukim with trying to look at it fresh. And you'll see that Rivka tells him to run. Nothing happens. Why nothing happens? It's all one story. I thought it was like a new thing. No, it's a new thing. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. 
you're reading it like you think like like you think we understand it, right? She tells him to go, and then she arranges it with Yitzhak. The Torah doesn't say that. The Torah says she goes to Yitzhak and says, "I don't want him to marry." But nice case. Let's take that as face value, okay? Well, I'm, I will address that directly. You don't take directly. face value. Why does she have to tell Yitzhak to arrange it for him to go? He can just go. He's an adult. Right, so, okay, well, let me say what I said last week. I said like this. I said, she tells him Shema B'Koyli, like she told him Shema B'Koyli earlier. Mm-hmm. And that time he was, what my father doesn't want, but she says, listen to me anyways, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, this time he said, no, I'm not listening to you. I'm serving my father now. I, I, I took over Esav's role. So I'm not going to listen to you. And then I found Tanchuma Yosh and says, Mama, the same thing. He says, Shema B'Koyli, like over there. And then she said, listen to me and go away. And he said, is that the derech that I should listen to you? And, and, leave, and uh, I should listen just to you. If my father tells me to do it, I'll do it. Okay? Well, last time he didn't. Last time he just listened to her, exactly. And now he's not just listening to her. Right. This is key. And then, and then, and then, then let's, let's face Pesach Menvav on its own terms. Okay, let's start Pesach Menvav. We'll go through that by itself. In other words, I, did she then orchestrate that his father to say that? Not necessarily. We'll see. But yes, it's, it's true that ultimately he runs away. But let's go one step at a time. Then she tells him, run away. Go on the way. That. Correct. What's happening now has nothing to do with that's right. He, what's happening now is he can go get a wife, come right back, and Asa will kill him. Maybe, right? hundred percent. Let's get. Well, let's let's see how it develops. So she tells him run away, and there's no response. Then pasuk mevavah. Toimer rivka al Yitzchak katz di vechayay mepnei benois ches. Im loikeach Yaakov im Eishu benois ches keilim benois arts lamalichaim. So now, yes, many of the great rishonim uh, assume that this is a way to get Yitzchak to tell him to run away. And then the question, then they ask, why didn't she tell Yitzchak? And they give reasons for that too. But Bamis, like we said, it's, I don't think it's a kasha, why didn't she tell Yitzchak? Because even after she told Yaakov, she had to ask him as a favor, as it were, or as a command. So just the very fact that she heard Yaakov saying that by itself doesn't necessarily mean, spell a disaster for Yaakov. But again, like I was saying, let's learn, let's see how, what happens on its own terms. Let's understand this on its own terms. She told Yaakov run away, nothing happened. He's not listening to his mother. And then she tells Yitzchak, I don't want him to marry Benais Ches. Now, we do know that this is certainly not only a hechatimtza for him to run away, because we're going to see in Perikhov Ches, and we mentioned this in the past, that the marrying the right Isha, Yitzchak connects it with the bracha. Pasuk Aleph, Ayyavarach Oisai. And then he tells him to get a bracha. And then Esav saw that he sent him to get an Isha and gave him a bracha, etc. So it keeps on repeating bracha, bracha, and, it, and connects that with the getting the Isha, which, as we discussed, the parasha begins. Esau takes the wrong nashim, he loses the bracha, and Yaakov now is, gets his bracha affirmed and is told to take the right Isha. So this is not just about getting him out of town. This is certainly a, somehow um, affirming and and um, the chasima, it's the lashon of the Medrash, I think, in some of it's the chasima on the brachas, that this is like ultimately saying you, he does get the bracha. Okay, besides the fact, and the Yosef B'chashar says that point, Esav saw in bracha be'elu, Esav, he realized that he's losing the bracha because of his, because of his wife. Besides the fact, the kash we mentioned in the past, which doesn't mean, doesn't slug it up, because his answers to this too. If the whole point of getting him to run away is to marry is to get him away from Esau. So first of all, like, uh, like you said, um, it's not, uh, he wasn't told to stay there for any length of time by Yitzhak. He was told to get a wife. Uh, could have been possibly less than seven years. Yaakov offered seven years, maybe because he loved Rachel, but without getting into that. But it didn't necessarily have to be a long time. It could have gone like Eliezer went to the well and got a wife and come right back. 
Um, that's Aleph. Bez, as we discussed, if, if Esav hears that the Royce Benoist Canaan and he goes to Yishmael, so it's a very close call. If, if the whole point of getting him away was to get him away from Esav, well, what would have happened if Esav would have taken the message and gone to married Leah, like he was supposed to, right? So it's not really a kasha, because he didn't marry Leah. But, so there's, there's two words into that also, al but, uh, but I'm just saying, we don't, I think the simple reading is this is not a way to get him out of town. This is because she doesn't want him to marry Benoist Ches. So now, and, um, and the Emerson, she wanted him to leave, but he didn't listen. He says, no, I'm not listening to you, like the Medrash says. Fine. So she's saying a new thing. A new thing. But ultimately, he does run away, like you pointed out. We'll get to that soon. So, first, just a word on this passage. She says, I don't want B'nai's Ches, and then she repeats it B'nai's Haaretz. So it's not just B'nai's Ches, it's Kerl, all the B'nai's Haaretz. Lama Lichayim, I think we mentioned about this Lashonis, Lama Zeli Bechayro, Lama Zeli I think there's another one, Lama Eshkal, right? Lama Eshkal. And, and the fact that Esau was a Meras Ruach and brought Yitzhak to the verge of death. So that's Lama Lichayim. Okay, so now, now to understand what's going on over here, there's a very basic question. Why would Yaakov marry Ibnais Ches? Why is that the assumption that all of a sudden Yaakov is by default going to marry Ibnais Ches like Esau? Why would that have happened? Esau's dying. Ya- Yitzhak is Yitzhak is dying. Mm-hmm. Yaakov's not going to marry till after his mother dies. The new one after who dies? His mother. mother. Okay, let's say, right? Like we had before. Mm-hmm. Like it means that Yaakov won't know to do it, you have to teach him, you see? Yeah. Oh, I see, okay. Interesting. Okay. You mean he has to be taught? No, no, no. We didn't, didn't, no, no. I want to know why would Yaakov marry Benoist Ches? Like, or, or why does it take Rivka, let's say, to tell Yitzchak he's going to marry Benoist Ches? I mean, Avram didn't marry from the, from the Chitas, Canales. Well, Yitzchak no. didn't. So why, Avram, why is it a default that Yaakov Avram was already was coming from elsewhere. Yeah, okay, but, right, okay. Yitzchak was Fine. sent, or it was arranged for him. Right, no, but I'm saying, why, why, why would Yaakov, why is Yaakov at risk? In other words, she needs intervention. That means Yitzchak wouldn't do it naturally, or Yaakov is at risk of marrying a nice case. Why? You don't, you don't think it's a question? I think that, the, at least the few we were saying this weeks ago, yeah. that she's assuming that, ya- that Yitzchak is going to die. Fine. So. And then Yaakov's not going to marry until she dies. So let's say, but why should then, so then Mike and he marry? Who's going to guide him in, in, in marriage? Okay. Who's he's going to do it on his own. He's Fine. Gonna, he's gonna, not okay, I don't know if that means that doesn't... Okay. Mm. So he's going to look for someone to make a shadow for him. Who's going to mm. make a shadow for him? Okay, he's a big boy. What? He's so a big boy. He didn't do why, why was this the assumption that he's a big boy? Who says you spoke to the front? We spoke about last week. That he has to marry a replacement for Rivka. Like she was a place... Sorry, what? boy. Like Avisha against and the Basheva. That was. It says Okay, yeah, let's. Okay. So, fine. But the mice are like this. Let's just explain. Rivka told Yaakov, Esav poses a danger to you. And therefore, I'm telling you, listen to me. That's what I hold, run away. But that means that, that, means that Yaakov. That means that Yaakov himself holds that it's not necessarily a danger. Because he, because he doesn't. He, he, the only reason he would do it is because his mother. Um, commands him. He says, I'm not just listening to you as opposed to my father anymore. Right, that's changed. And therefore, he won't listen to it. Well, what about the fact that it's a danger? Why does Yaakov think it's not a danger, and why does Rivka think it is? So I think the Pshad is very pushed. The difference between Yaakov and Esau in the Pasha was that Yaakov listened to his mother. And specifically, he listened to his mother. In the, in the case where he listened to his mother, he listened to his mother. Um, even against the wills, against his father's uh, plan. And on a deeper level, Esau's chesaron was that he didn't believe in the kaych of the Isha, and Yaakov did. 
So now Esav is again is again rearing being a danger or posing a risk to, to Yaakov. That's what Rivka hears. So Rivka wants to test. Rivka wants to test whether Yaakov is still better than Esav, whether Yaakov still still has the bracha or the protection of the bracha that's going to protect him and make sure make Esav not be able to to hurt him, to, to, to be a danger to him. So what was Yaakov's koyach? What was Yaakov better than Esav? They'd listen to his mother. So Rivka says to him, okay, I want you to listen to me. And this is a test. I want you to listen to me. Um, and run away. So Yaakov says, Yaakov says, I don't listen to you anymore. Something changed. I don't listen. I don't, something is not, it's not the same way it used to be. That worked then, it doesn't work now. So Rivka says, Imkain Yaakov is becoming He doesn't listen to his mother anymore, at least not like he used to. He doesn't listen to his mother exclusively. So maybe he won't listen to his mother at all. Maybe he's now that he's identifying with his father and he got the Midah of Esav, maybe now he's going to like Esav, take Mubinais. Maybe that's what's happening over here. Maybe I'm losing Yaakov like I lost Esav because she, in the last Pusik she lost Yaakov. So she tells him, I think that Esav might be a danger to you. I think that something might have changed, and now you're with your father. Now you're not like you used to be. So the, what protected you, what made you better than Esav, maybe you're losing it because you're taking over Esav's role. Now that you're in Esav's shoes, maybe you're becoming an Esav. So, and if you are becoming an Esav, then Esav is a danger to you. And Yaakov says, no, I'm okay. I think I'm good. I, th- I don't think I have any problems. There's nothing, Esav is not better than me. And Rivka says, no, Esav, Dafka, she sees that Yaakov now is becoming like Esav by the fact that he's not listening to her, and therefore Yaakov is now at risk of continuing in Esav's ways, marrying the Bnei Ches. So the risk, so the reason why she's concerned that he's marrying the Bnei Ches, right now that, that, chasarn, right now that concern developed, because right now he, he ignored her wishes, and he was no longer, he acted more like Esav than Yaakov. So basically, in the beginning of the parasha, Yitzhak loves Yaakov. Yitzhak loves Esav, Yitzhak loves Yaakov. And in the begin, middle of the parasha, Yitzhak, Yaakov, is um, completely loyal to Rivka. Now, where he's loyal to Yitzchak, so that's the idea of the woman's role possibly fading into the background, which is was Esav Shita the whole time, and Yaakov is now at risk of marrying the Bnei Ches. So that's happening right now. So, why Yitzchak didn't say neither to Esav nor to Yaakov to take from, not from Bnei Ches? Yeah. Why, why didn't he say that when? Yeah. Earlier? Yeah. To whom? To both Yaakov and Esau. Right. Well, Why didn't he tell them that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, it's also to, uh, that it, uh, it was a chidush to Esau. Right. Even though that, uh, that okay. he didn't, he didn't, he didn't feel it. That right. didn't realize that. Right. Right. So that's not true. That's not true. Nobody wants to know. That's what he's asking, right? Why didn't Why didn't he teach them that? Right. That's your question. Yeah. That's the question. What? <laughs> right. Okay. Why all of a sudden she she suspecting that he's gonna not listen Because something changed in the relationship. <coughs> no, but no, right? Nobody's right. There's still. Why is she testing him? There's two steps. I know. I mixed the two things together. In other words, let's say there was, if, there was, if, he's per, if he's still the way he used to be, then I'm saying Esau doesn't even pose a risk to him. So that's a difficult thing. Why? So what, but she says he is a risk, right? 
why yeah, I know. It's a, it's a, no, it's a little bit of a paradox because according to what yeah. I'm saying is had he listened to her and ran away, then she would have said, oh, okay, you're fine. Yeah, that's the remedy. It's a paradox. The but no, the reason why there's a risk now, the reason why he's at risk of Asaph is because he's becoming, all I'm saying is, let's say broadly speaking, he's at risk from Asaph now because he, now he became a shtickle Asaph by, by serving his father. So maybe he's, maybe he's going to drop you know, his mother. But you're suggesting that there's something wrong with serving your father. father. Right. And there's nothing yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, no, but but maybe but there's something about Esav that that, that the reason why Esav took the okay one thing the reason why Esav took the Benayis case has to do with the fact that Esav identifies specifically with his father exclusively, and because of that he doesn't believe in his mother's Mila and therefore he doesn't doesn't believe that it matters to marry a Jewish woman. Okay. So those things go together. Okay. Now Yaakov is completely and utterly protected by, by, from that because he only has a connection to his mother. Right. Now something changed. Now Yaakov gets a shtickle connection to his father. So maybe he's going to buy into Esav's whole. Shita, right. And if he buys an Esav's whole Shita, he should know that was his whole risk. The reason why he's better than Esav Lechatchila was a goofa because of that, because Esav didn't know that and he did. And she says, you know what, I'm afraid now that maybe you're, maybe you're like Esav. Okay, so maybe, maybe I have to modify. Maybe she wants him to run away so he shouldn't be with his father. Okay, that's maybe, whatever. It's, maybe that's better. Also, have to be able to like that. Like, no. she really doesn't want him. She really thinks that he's at risk in this matzah being with his father. The other way you were saying is that. there's two steps here. I know, I know. That's, where do you see that in the... Well, because first she wants him to run away. And then she... Why does she want him to run away? Because Esav is a risk. Why is Esav a risk? Because now he's with his father. Right. He doesn't run away. Oh, you mean so... He doesn't yeah, run he away. Doesn't you mean he doesn't... You mean I don't have to say that it's the fact that he doesn't listen. Right. That, that tells her something. It's not the fact that he didn't listen to her that makes her realize something. Correct. Right. That's correct. Right. It's the fact that he didn't listen to her which tells us something. Right. Tells us that her concern was justified in the first place. Something changed. Right. Something really changed. You're right. Something really changed with Haraya, she didn't listen to her. So let's say it that way, that's right. Something really changed with Haraya, Yaakov didn't listen to her, and they have the same Shema, and Yaakov's relationship with Rivka changed. Because cause she told him, and he said, what? She doing it? Wait, she was doing it, right. She was conscious that, that, no, she said, look, now that you're with your father, you don't necessarily have the same protection. You're right, you don't necessarily have the protection. In the your father blessed you, but what got you to, what got you to your father's, let's say, okay, let's, let's, let's modify, okay? A little different setup. Your father blessed you and you're better than Esav. But what got you there? The fact that you listened to me. Exclusively. That was the system. Now that you're with your father, now I don't know if you're any better than Esav. You might be at risk. You might not be as, you might not be as good at, you might not be better than Esav anymore because you already have a shaykhaz. That shaykhaz, that made Esav the way he was. And the Maestro, she was right about that. Oh, right, you're not going to listen. Yeah. What? No. We're not so happy with this. Okay. What Let it be mentioned, like I mentioned last week, though, that Esav Shita is not nitchalagami shleim amalachal like that. We must say. That's okay. No, that the woman doesn't matter. They can marry the chitas. It didn't work out so well, did it? No, it didn't work out here either, but to still believe that. When she sent him, she sends him her Right. You mean, kumbrach love and achi? No, my brother. Right. Okay, so what? Uh huh. It's not just to get him out of town. I see. Right, 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 right. Right, and you'll notice, we'll see in Pashvayetze, it's always lachi imoy, achi imoy, achi imoy, constantly. I saw Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar notes that. Constantly, the love and zachi imoy, so it's about being mechazek that. That could be after Yitzchuk sends it. That, but yeah. So we're not, we're coming out of the Testament. You don't have to, right, we'll, let's, let, right, let's say it wasn't a test. She says, now you're not as safe as you used to be because you got the brachas under certain conditions, but by the very fact that you got the brachas and now you're connected to your father, that might have shifted you. And indeed, she was right, it did shift him to some extent, and, and he said, no, I don't listen to you anymore the same way I used to. So, no, 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 she's afraid right away because now he has a connection with she's his father. She's afraid of Asa, but she's right. not afraid that he's going to marry. 
until this point? Not necessarily. No, no, no. So no, but, oh, well, we we, well, no, we would say, we would probably say, well, no, he would have to say, no, that, too, have to say that too. Because yeah. why, why didn't she bring this up before? Now that he talked to listen to her, so she's like, oh, I have no shot. Now, now, now it's, it's even further. Right. right, correct. Okay. But in the end, he listened to both of them. Let's get to that. Let's get to that. Okay, let's get to that. Of course. Let's get to that. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, that's the way we would say it. So now, later it says, Vayishma Yaakov el Ove ve'el imoy. And like uh, Yosef pointed out, we have Bevarchacha and Vayivrach Yaakov's de Aram in um, last week's Haftar, right? It's last week's Haftar? Yes. So Vayivrach. So ultimately he does run away. So, because what happens is, what happens is that Yitzchak tells him, you do have to marry the right woman. And this whole question is about, like we discussed last week, Rivka bringing up Lama Eshkal, I'm, going, I'm not going to be the correct, the right mother. It's all about motherhood. And, and the danger of Yitzchak, Yaakov rejecting uh, the my love, the aim, and the my love, Rivka. And hence rejecting her command. When Yitzchak tells him, when Yitzchak tells him, no, you do, need, you do need to get, you do need to marry someone from your mother's family. You do need to marry someone so he's telling me, do have to marry someone from your mother. So he's affirming, he's affirming Rivka's uh, status. He's affirming Rivka's status, and therefore Yaakov says, fine, now I'll listen to Rivka too, and I'll listen to her idea also. Okay? Now, I guess, I guess we can go back and say, well, then he doesn't have to run away. Okay, right? If, if, he's, if he's okay, then, he, then Esau shouldn't be a risk to him. So maybe it doesn't work out. And then the way oh, back, yeah. he's afraid again. And why is he running away? It's very calm, right? Why is he running away? If, if, if the only reason he's at risk of Mesa is because he doesn't listen to his mother. Now that he is listening to his mother, he doesn't need to run away. We still have back to that pattern. Well, at least, come on, there's a risk. Okay, maybe it's not so clear. Let's, let, let's say maybe that. That could be said. It's not run. so clear. What? To me. Yeah, okay. Right, fine. No, but now it's that's both. Yeah, that's both, right. It's still both, right. It's still not the same thing. Right. It's not the same thing, therefore you run away. It's not, you're not as safe as you were, right. Right, it's 100%. Okay. Well, this is suggesting. Let's, that say that let's stop at Chavchas. That there's a chesaron in listening to your father, which is why? How's that? Because now he's he has a relationship with his father. He's able to. No, no, no. He's at risk of reaching the conclusion that Esav reached that the father's which everything. We clearly did not because he's listening to both of them. Right, right, right. What's wrong with the father? You just said he related to his father as if he's a kadosh baruch hu. Correct. So what is the shaila here? <laughs> what is the shaila? I mean, you're contradicting yourself here. What are we afraid of? I mean, how is spiritual he gonna... relation will turn him into an Asaf. Hello? You just said the opposite for the last two months. Asaf is not a spiritual <laughs> at all. No, 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 no. I'm saying that his relationship with his well, father. No, you're jumping from one extent no, to the other. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. His father may be God, but his mother's not. So then. So then no, wait a second. If his father's God, but his mother's not, I mean, as it were, then, then does it matter who the mother is? That means there is a difference between, between mother and father. Of course, there's a difference, but you're, you're jumping to. No, like, so I mean, of course, there's a difference. Like Asa. Asa. I don't see. Not that he'll be like Asaph, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying everything that's said about Asaph will be so said about him. You learn that the mother, that the Jewish, no, that the Jewish woman doesn't. No, Gershon, one simple thing that the Jewish woman is not as important as. Avram and Yitzhak believed it. Yeah, no, I, listen, we all disagree with our mother. That has nothing to do with our Jewishness. I'm just saying, no, come on. <laughs> You're overdoing it. <laughs> She's saying you're in danger. And he said, I'm not in danger. I'm not. I'm What's big, that like Excuse about? me, I'm a big boy. I mean, why are you assuming? No, 100%. That? I am open to other explanations. But we have to understand the Michael Mifflegi. Okay. Not, right, that's all. There is a machloikis here. She believes he has to go and he's... 
Yeah. Maybe not. So that's that. That has to be explained. He doesn't react. It so far, we know he doesn't react. We don't know anything. Correct. Maybe he realizes. There's no reaction. He's Correct. No reaction at all. There's no reaction. Right. That's how I mean, we know. Right. Very simple. Basis. And then she comes with a different also. tactic. Right. And okay. She applies a different tactic. That has been said by many great people. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. She, she tried I just to don't see that. She I don't see that. I don't see that. Remember what Asa says also. What did Asa say? When he when Asa decides decides to kill Yaakov, he says. You could be Right. So Yaakov says, "What did he say?" He says, "You could be Avi." Okay, then I'm safe for now. <laughs> then he's Why safe do I have to for go now? now. Why am I running now? Oh, because you're but you're assuming Yitzhak wasn't dying. You mean? He no, I'm assuming it's because I mean, when he dies in the pickup, he's an I, know, he says, I don't think it's like he's dying anymore. <laughs> well, the point is he's not dying. Perkhokhes doesn't sound like he's dying. He's but not dying anymore. No, it sounds like he's very uh, right. the, full the, of vigor. The food that Yaakov gave him. No, I mean, the, I think the way we discussed it. Once <laughs> yeah, Rivka yeah. says Kati that's right, when everything that's changes. He's like, okay, let's get back. Yeah, let's get back yeah, to business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's yeah. now up to Perkhokhes. So let's give Yitzchok a clean bill of health at the beginning of Perkhokhes. It's, it's much like that in Perkhokhes. Yeah. I mean, he's at least very active. He's asserting himself. Very assertive and very powerful. After all this, after Katsu Bechai. What? After oh. she said Katsu At that point, he becomes. He takes yeah. over. He takes over. Vayikor Yitzchak al Yaakov. Okay, let's go, after, let's go, let's go. When and after Yaakov. Reb Shalom afterwards. Vayikor Yitzchak al Yaakov, Vayavarch Oisoy, Vayitzavehu, Vayomeloy, Loisika, Choshevavanes, Kinoan. So there's the bracha, immediately the bracha. There's the chasimba on the brachas and the connection to the Isha. Kum leich padena aram beso besuel achi imecha, vekach lachomisham Isha. Like Benjamin pointed out, it's go take an Isha, and that's it. Come, come, ostensibly come, you could return very quickly. It's not about, nothing about um, staying there for any length of time. Mm-hmm. Hence we have in Pasha Vayetze, and again, remember, I mean, there's going to be, we're going to have to work out exactly who was he listening to. Um, in terms of how long he stayed there, because Rivka said, he didn't wait for that. But on the other hand, it, on, the, on the other hand, it does say, right? but then he stayed there extra time, so we have to wait exactly what happened. But, but, uh, at this point, he's both in the beginning of Ayat, so the seven years that he worked for Rivka, so there's like, oh, it's Kilo Akim of Rivka said, on the one hand. On the other hand, it's only Kiyam Machadim, and he ultimately stayed for another another thirteen years after that. So that didn't work out. But um, but uh, the passage is Vahikash Yol Rachelis Yosef. That's when Yaakov said to Love, and I want to go back. According to many Shratim uh, over there, it's it's basically when he's done getting his wife. Rashi brings one shot and some gifts to Rashi that at that point Rachel is no longer. He's for sure going to keep Rachel, and there's no danger that Esav is going to take her or something. And Rashbam says in Rashbam that at the time Rachel gave birth to Yosef at the end of the seven years that he was working for her. So it's basically he's there to get married. He's, that's why he's there. He's there to get married. It could have taken a day. For some reason he offered to work for seven years and then he had to stay another seven years and then he really would have left then but then something else came up. But really he's there to get married, get his wives and come back. Get his wife. So again, Pasuk Beis is go there, get the wife. Pasuk Gimel, and Kel Shakai will bless you. So now, Kel Shakai did come, appear to Yaakov and bless him. And that's in this expression, Pasuk Yishlach. It's on Paraglamet Hei, Pasuk Tes. Vayyemeloyim skipped the Pasuk. Vayyemeloyim skipped the Pasuk. 
So Yitzhak is predicting and, and telling him that, that he should go to Padnaram and take an Isha and return. And then, and then, Kel Shaka should, should give you a bracha of Puruvu. And that's indeed what happens when he comes back. And that's what he says over there. Okay. So just a word on the shame, um, Kel Shakai and the association over here. Kitzer, which is something we discussed in the past. Not so big, Kitzer, but the six times, the shame Kel Shakai says six times in Sefer Bereshis. And always in the context of, of Peri of Arifia. Um In the end of Parshas Lechlechon, Peri Zayin. The parsha of Brismila begins on Ikel Shakai, Salech Lefana Veyetomim. Vetna Brisi Beni Venech of Afra Oischa Bemoid Moid. And that was the introduction to the birth of Yitzchak. It's because the next thing is Yitzchak's going to be born after, after Avram does the Brismila. The next one is over here. Kel Shakai, I should give you a brach of the pair of Rivia. Periklam and Hay, where this is Miskai, where this is Miskayim, Anikel Shakai, and Pray Reve, and then in Perik Mem Gimel, when when Yaakov is telling the Shvatim, when he's afraid that he's going to lose, when they have to, when they want to bring Binyamin. So he's reluctant and resistant, and then he relents and says, And it's a, there's a risk of losing his children. He says, Kel Shakai. So the, the shame Kel Shakai is the shame about having children. Also Vayechi, that's the last one. That's in, in, uh, there's actually two in Vayechi, I meant to say. There's really two in Vayechi. One is where he's repeating what happened in Parshas Vayishlach. Kel Shaka near Eli Beluz in the beginning of Vayichi. Vayivorech Oisi hinani mafcho v'bisicha. So he's repeating that. But the other one is in the bracha to Yosef. Mekel avicha v'yazreka v'eshaka v'yivorecheka v'bicha shemayim me'ol. So that's Kel and Shaka. And Kel and Shaka being split into two. Eve, Sefer Eve is full of Kel Shaka. And always like this construct. Kel in one half of the Pasuk. And Shaka in the other. Okay. And there also is Bich Shadayim. Bich Shadayim V'rocham. Okay, so it's the name of of Pirvirivra. Without getting into why, in Kamakoymoi, in the beginning of of Parshas Vaera, Vaera Lavram Yitzchak Eliakah Bekel Shakai Shmi Hashem L'Nadati Lahem. Rashi over there says Avram Yitzchak Yaakov Vaera El Ha'avis, and possibly I'm not sure. Rashi's kavana is that the, that the shame of Shel, the shame of Kel Shakai is uniquely is used for the Avis. Meaning those whose role was to be power of and to 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 be mamid a nation. So the shame of Yudkevavke is the shame of of the nation that that is that's supposed to supposed, supposed to be, and the shame of Kelshaka is for the Ovis who are supposed to establish the nation and be power of and create the nation. Okay, without getting into why. Fine. So basically, these two psukim is Kumlech get the isha when you come back. You're going to get the bracha. V'yitim l'cha asbirkas avraham
You should get the bracha. He should give you the bracha of Avram lecha ulazaracha itach to you and your children with you. So that you inherit the land of your sojourning that Elikim gave Avram. So he's also telling him they should get the bracha of Avram, you and your zera itach, and that he should inherit the land of his. The land where he lives, the land where he's living, as Megurov, that land that Hashem gave Avram. So it would seem, Rashi says something, and I don't understand why Rashi says that. It would have appeared to me that that this is referring to Lech Lecha. The, the Birchas Avram is, is the end of Lech Lecha, and the, not the, and Rashi says the beginning of Lech Lecha. I would think it's the end of Lech Lecha by the Brismilu, because there Hashem tells Avram, so the lotion of Eretz Megurecha and Nosan and Likim Lavram is like Perak Yudzayim, Pasuk Ches, and Nasati Lecha Eretz Megurecha and Lecha Ulezaracha, Diyot Zazaracha Acharecha, Yot Zazaracha Yitoch, we'll talk about that in a minute. But it would seem it's paraphrasing that bracha and, and that would make, that would be appropriate here because he's talking about his period and he's using the Shem Kershakai. And when Hashem appears to him with the shame Kashak and Perikalam and Hey, he said in Pasukid Bay, says, So it's talking about the, the Nesina Sa'aretz and the Lashon of Zarecha Acharecha, which is the same Lashon that we have in the, in, in, by the Bismil, Zarecha Acharecha. So it would seem that this, this, um, these Lashinas are, are paraphrasing the Bracha. That Avram got along with the Mila. That's what it would seem. So now a quick word on on this is really a Chazor on Eretz Megurecha. What's the bracha of getting the land that he's living? What is its Moshev that he's going to Yash in the land that he's living? And in the, in Pashis Lech Lecha and in and in Vayishlach, always the point of Zaracha Acharecha. What is that? What is the unique bracha of Zaracha Acharecha getting the Oretz? So, this we said in Lech Lecha, that the idea is that the, the Birchas Oretz, Aide the Mila, let's talk first in the Mila. So by the Mila, Avram was told, he was already told he's going to get the Oretz. By the Mila, he was told that it's going to go to him and Zaracha Acharecha. And there's also this Lashon of Eretz Megurov. Eretz Megurecha is going to go to Zarecha Acharecha. So we said then as follows. That Avram is being, by the Mila, Avram gets the schus that the Eretz is going to go directly without a hefsik from him to his children. Inasmuch as the Mila is establishing the proper type of Avhus, and the shame Kershaka is a shame for that Avhus. So along with that goes a bracha that is going to be a consecutiveness in the Yerusha's Eretz. And not only will Avram have the Eretz, and 400 years later, there's going to be an oretz to his children, but it's going to be acharecha, it's going to be continuous, continual of his living there. And therefore, Eretz Megurecha, it's his living which is going to continue into his children's living. Um, in Parshas Vayechi, Parshas Vayechi, but the kids in Parshas Vayechi, in Parak Memches, um, Yaakov references his bracha to Yosef. He says, Hashem told me, Kershaka appeared and said, Zarecha Acharecha. 
And then Yaakov references the death of Rachel, which happened in in, in Parak Lamed Hay when Hashem said Anikel Shakai. We discussed in Lech Lecha that uh, Mises Rachel is like a Brismila. We can talk about that afterwards if you want, but I'm not going to go into that now. And there, ya- and there Yaakov tells Yosef, the, the ultimate thing he tells him is that Yaakov, the Yosef is going to get Shechem. And he said as follows, in Sefer Yeshua, the end Sefer Yeshua in Shechem, there's a major convocation in Shechem. That's where they, they, the Yeshua is, um, makes a bris between Kalei and Hashem. But never in Sefer Yeshua does it say that they captured Shechem. And Sefer Yeshua lists the cities that they captured. It never says that they captured Shechem. And the reason is because they already captured Shechem by Yaakov. And the, the fact that Klai Yisrael were the Bailam of Shechem did not have a hefsek, even when they went down to the time. Therefore, in Sefer Yeshua, it doesn't have to say that they went and captured Shechem. So this bracha, the zaracha harecha, this bracha that is going to be a, continu- uh, a continuousness, whatever the word is, in the Yerusha Sa'aret, what? Continuity. In the Yerusha Sa'aret. Harecha is not more than itach. No, Acharecha means consecutive. Itach is even better. The question is why he does not say Acharecha. Right, right. It might not say Acharecha. Right, right. It's not different. Right. It's just normally it's a L'chol Zarecha Etein. Right, L'chol Zarecha Etein. You and Zarecha. Love that for the same. Right, now we go together. Acharecha and Itach means, right. So Shechem is the Acharecha. Shechem is the one that's going to be a Yerusha Sarat She'en Lehefsik. And that goes, that goes along with the... That is what um, Yaakov is referencing when he tells... Ya- Yosef about this appearance of Anikel Shakai. Anikel Shakai is, is, is by Avram, it's the Mila, by Yaakov, it's the death of Rachel. But both of them is a reference to Acharecha and Shechem and Mila. We know the connection between Shechem and Mila. They got Shechem and they made him do Mila. So the Mila is what gives this chus of this consecutiveness in the Bracha and the Yushas Aretz, and that's specifically in, in Shechem. So here, he's being told also, he's going to get, and that's Aretz Megurecha, the place where you're living. They're going to have it because you live there, not just Stam. They're also going to have it, but they're going to continue your living there. Okay. Um, so yeah, maybe Zarach Itoch over here is, is even more, because Yaakov and his sons together had maybe Shechem. I don't know. I'm not sure why I would say Itoch. Okay, just a word on Pasuk Hay. Yeah. But then Yaakov in Vayishlach says Acharecha. I have to figure this out. And Hashem says Acharecha in Vayishlach. Sorry, Hashem says Acharecha in Vayishlach. And then ya- Yaakov references Zacharecha in Vayichi. Here he's told Itoch. I don't know why. I have to think about it. Okay, Vayishlach Yat, just a word on Pasuk Hay, Vayishlach Yitzhak is Yaakov, Yilach Padena Aram, Elovon ben Basuel ho Arami, Achi Rivko, Eim Yaakov Esav. Okay, we have to talk about Harami, I guess. But just a word on Eim Yaakov Esav. By doing this, by sending Yitzhak, by Yitzhak sending Yaakov, he's affirming, he's affirming Rivko's status. As we discussed, so there, so but so he's also so he's re he's asserting that the, the aim is important, and hence we have a Yishma Yaakov El Aviv El Imoy. So famously, Rashi says Eni Yedem Amalam Denu, but I would suggest that that is a Hemshich to what's about to follow. Here, Yitzchak went ahead and said Rivka as the aim is important by send, by by a listening to Rivka and b telling Yaakov to marry a woman from. Rivka's family, he's asserting Rivka's chashivas, significance. Rivka, the mother of Yaakov. But he's also thereby asserting Rivka's chashivas to Esav. And Esav, because she's Esav's mother too. Therefore, Esav should have seen it 
for a, a for for what it is, which is that Rivka is important. Esav saw Kiroi's Benoist Kanabe in a Yitzhak Aviv. So even though Yitzhak, even though Yaakov listens to Aviv and Imoy, because it's 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 Aim Yaakov that that uh, Yitzhak is talking about. So Yitzhak, so in other words, Yaakov hears from Yitzhak that his mother is important, and therefore he listens to his mother. But Esav should have also heard that his mother is important, but he doesn't. All he hears is that his father is important. And therefore, he doesn't marry someone from his mother's family. He, mother, he marries, even when he hears that it marries, matters who he marries, he marries someone from his father's, father's side. Because he did not get this message that we're talking about Rivka, who's your mother. So therefore, you should understand something about Rivka too and get someone from her family. He only hears that uh, Yitzhak hears about who he marries, not Rivka.